Hey guys, welcome to the Winner's Circle. We're here joined by the first evicted house guest, unfortunately, Travis. Travis, what's up, brother? What's up, boys? This is a sexy group of big brother men here. I'm loving this. <laughs> I love it. He's, he's, hey, he's still in big brother mode. Yeah, he's That's still it. he's still playing the game. Absolutely. All right. So hey, we're, we're gonna dive right into it, brother. Yeah. So first question, dude, we have for you is I'm sure you had some crazy expectations going into the house. And so when you got in that house, was it exactly what you expected? And then if not, how was it different? It was not at all what I expected, my guys. I, I hopped in there thinking I was gonna be, you know, lying killing, cheating, stealing, whatever it took, you know, yeah. uh, lying to faces, kicking ass, taking names. Yeah. And when I got in there, I was like, damn it to hell. This is the most charming group of human beings I've <laughs> ever you know, had had the greatest opportunity uh, to be with. So uh, immediately right off the bat, you know, I was like, I can't lie uh, to these people's faces. I kind of switched up and said, well, maybe, uh, you know, my charismatic personality will take over a little bit. Uh, I'll socialize the hell out of these people. And uh, we'll all be big homies, you know, and, and I'll kind of just ride into whatever alliances they take me with uh, just riding on our personal relationship a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's a, it's an interesting game and when everyone goes in there, they come to play now. So I don't blame yeah. you one bit, but with that, there's going to be a lot of people watching this who are, you know, want to play the game down the road. So now that you've had the chance to go into the house, what advice would you have for future house guests that may be playing the game after you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, don't put, you know, personal relationships uh, over strategy. I think people would have been, uh, I think it would have been a lot more well received if I had uh, came up to people earlier on and just been very, very straightforward and that, you know, hey, I want to work with you. Here are my directives and, you know, here, here are objectives I want to accomplish. Are you in or are you out? And uh, instead, you know, I, I played a little too into and, you know, the personal side of things kind of wanted to form uh, legitimate bonds with people. And uh, at the end of the day, while we are social creatures and I was kind of banking on that, uh, the big brother house is not about, you know, being buddy, buddy. Uh, it's, yeah. it's about strategy. It's about people wanting to win money and they'll do whatever it takes for that. So that whatever it takes uh, looks like forming those alliances early and, uh, and uh, maybe pushing aside your, you know, your personal socialization goals. Yeah. Listen, dude, it's really tough. And the first week is a whirlwind and stuff changes in an instant. So you did a great job. It's just unfortunate how it turned out. Um, we're going to take a fan question now that got asked on our Instagram from at Tori Caldwell. She said, why did you decide to share your real career when at first you said you were going to go in and hide it and just play dumb surfer, dude? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Uh, so I went in there. Uh, she's totally right. You know, with the perception, uh, I wanted to be perceived as someone that was just totally chilled down to just kind of go with the flow of, of any directive anyone gave me. Never have a unique thought of my own in my dome. And uh, the problem there was that it, it bit my ass on day one when I, yeah. I was literally the last one picked for a team. Yeah. And the reasoning behind that uh, that Whitney gave me was, dude, you didn't sell yourself at all. Like, it sounds yeah. like you literally just hang out in the sand. That sucks. And yeah. I was like, man, I need to really switch up and, you know, provide some value and, and yeah. be you know, a utility to, to someone to put me into their alliance. And so that's what, uh, you know, created that desire in me to kind of push, uh, you know, oh, well, I have some sort of wits about me. You know, I've mm -hmm. authored this book. Uh, I graduated from a business school early. Uh, I've started businesses that are successful. And I think it was about finding that equilibrium. And yeah. I think I actually tipped it a little too much to where that then kind of put a target on my back hmm. and I became threatening in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah, first impression is everything. Like Cody said, especially in the first week, it can make or break you. We got another Instagram question from our Winner's Circle crew. We want to include them in this. So this question is from at Bridget0809. She asked, Travis, do you think there were alliances in the house? And if so, who were they? 
You know what? Uh, I don't know if this is uh, kind of showing that I am totally and completely oblivious or that it's kind of a testament <laughs> to the fact that they are, there is some damn good sneakery going around in that mm-hmm. house. But I legitimately, I mean, I knew obviously first week people are going to be talking, you know, chatting each other up and trying to feel each other out for potential alliances. I did not think it was as well formulated and I did not think it already had a name. So at the end of the day, uh, short answer, no, I didn't really know Slaughterhouse existed. And I was just, you know, some pulled pork uh, at the end of that. <laughs> Listen, man, stuff that like that. That wasn't the only yeah. one. That wasn't the only yeah, one. There were, some, yeah. Wait to get your phone back. Yeah, there, there were you quite a few. But listen, you 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 dealt with the cards that you, you, you work with the cards that you were dealt. And stuff happens really fast. Sometimes it doesn't in the first week. But this one, it kind of, it came offline. Um, so we got another question for you. It is... Uh, if you could go back and you were actually the one that won HOH, who would have been your, you know, all things considered, who would have been your nominations and why? Yeah, see, I think I got to go with uh, Sweet Eyes himself, Mr. Christian. Uh, the guy is just like a more <laughs> handsome version of me walking around there. There's not enough room in that house for two, for two surfer guys. Uh, he's a hell of a competitor. Uh, he sweet talks. Every, I mean, he might have been, he sweet talks so well, he might have been able to convince me otherwise of putting him up. I mean, uh, I, I think he would have been the best target just because uh, it seems like he's kind of uh, really easily uh, manipulated. I think Alyssa kind of has him wrapped around her, uh, her finger uh, with any sort of, you know, potential prospect of a showman's looming. So there's a lot of reasons I would have gone with him. Who would have been your second nom? Um, see, that's a tough one. I think, unfortunately, it would have had to be... Hannah, I think she is a, I think she is the smartest in the house in terms of any sort of memory comps that will come up. I think she's a hell of an intellect. Um, but uh, by the same accord, uh, it seems like she kind of totally fumbled the bag in, in the competition that she did uh, compete in. And uh, that would you know, kind of just be easy pickings as a reasoning for why to put her up. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so you have, your people, you have your people why, why they would be easy to put up. Let me ask you this again, limited time in the house. If you had to say the one person who you think is in the best position right now after leaving yourself, who would that be and why? I think it's Kylan. Uh, obviously, it's an easy mm-hmm. shot to say he's head of household now, so he has all the power. But um, beyond that, I think he is an insane sweet talker. He has uh, you know, those beautiful pearly whites gleaming at everyone in the house, and it <laughs> seems like it's totally worked. Uh, uh, everyone is on his side, and I'll say this. I think he's in the most unique position in the house in that if kind of the preschool antics come out and the girls start siding with the girls and the guys start siding mm-hmm. with the guys, I think he is the only one well positioned enough uh, to interplay between both of those and kind of be uh, that glue and, you know, that transfer of knowledge between them just because he has very intimate relationships. Uh, it seems like individually with everyone. Yeah. That's a great answer, dude. I got to be honest with you. I, I, I thought if you were somebody that could sink your teeth into the game would have done really well, just from what I saw from you in the beginning, how you answered stuff uh, in your interviews, I, I, I thought you were going to go much further. It's, it's unfortunate to see you here. But one last question we got to know. You teased it a little bit. What happened between you and Frenchie before the eviction? Ah, uh, yes, classic. So, I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> two, <laughs> there's two avenues of forward movement for me, right? I could have just blown his ass into outer space in front of everybody in the kind of the pre-eviction speech I gave. Or I could kind of strategically tell the right people that I wanted to kind of inject longevity into their game. So they could then have that card up their sleeve, utilize it when they want. Uh, and ultimately, uh, I went with the latter decision to just tell kind of my uh, the comrades I had closest in the house. That was my own team, the Queens. So, I, I you know, I rocked with Tiffany, Kai and Claire, mm. told them. And then I told uh, Derek X and Brent as well, 
just to be highly cautious of Frenchie. I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't recommend it being someone they align with long-term uh, because he's a complete and utter liar is what it comes down to. Uh, he gave me his word, uh, very first day. It was a bold, it was a bold word to give to begin with, you know, that I came into the house with him first and thus I would have safety with him for the entirety of, uh, his head of, head of household reign that ended up, you know, being Royal BS. Here I am talking to you guys. And yeah. I just told him that. And more so than that, I told Frenchie that to his face. I was like, man, you know, like I got to tell people and, and you are totally not a man of your word. Um, mm -hmm. you know, if you do this and he looked me in the eyes and he said, I know, like, I know I am. It's like, okay, yep. I'm, I'm spilling the beans, man. <laughs> and, uh, there it was. I got to tell you, uh, one of my biggest fears was someone blowing up my game before they left because there's really yep. no damage control you can do after that. So as you continue to watch the season, which I'm, assur I'm sure you will, yeah. um, you're going to see the residual effects of those conversations that you had because I promise you they're going to. When trust is trying to be built that early in the game, what you said to those individuals yes. is definitely going to play a factor. Listen, Travis, we appreciate you joining us here yeah. on the Winner's Circle. I'm sure the fans are going to be happy to hear from you, but – I'm sure when you get your phone back, they're going to have a lot of questions for you directly to you. So where can they follow you? Because I'm sure you'll be weighing in on the rest of the season. Yep. Yeah, so hit me up on the gram. It's at Travis Garrett Long. That's two R's, one T and Garrett. And your boy will be cranking out some answers for everyone. Love that, Absolutely. man. Love yeah, and it. Travis, thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us on the Winner's Circle. Good luck and uh, welcome to the BB family. Yeah. I appreciate you, brothers. Y'all have a good one. Yep, Take you care, too, man. buddy.